Hello guys and welcome to Selected, the podcast that selects the songs that you'll want to repeat. We opened there with Kanye and Lift Yourself. Lift Yourself. And this is one song he released, not there's not even an artwork really for it. No. Um but yeah. There's another song as well he's released. Yay like versus the people featuring T Pain. He took T. down one, I think. Oh, okay. I don't know, I don't know, but um yeah. All right, yeah. Strange. We're introducing us with Kanye West because we're going to be chatting about him and his antics this his week. His weird tweets. Also, we'll be doing our 10 tracks of the last two weeks. As and you. Sarah has allowed me to ramble on about the Eurovision. Just for just for 20 minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> next week is Eurovision. Well, this week is Eurovision week by the time you listen to this. Um, so we'll go through some of the songs. I'll be explaining why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll just have a uh, powwow. A nyat nyat nyatter. But how are things, Sarah? How are things? Good. Yay. Just finished. My, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, I just finished my first week at work. Oh, yes. Exciting. Very exciting. Um, yeah. How was it? How many what? of their names do you remember? Every single one. No way. I have, I'm in like a team and there's like sub teams within my team. Well, we're in a department and there's teams. Um, but yeah, everyone. Do you know what I always find the scariest part of starting a new job? It's what? like, who are you going to go for lunch with? Yeah. And the general flow of the day. Okay. It's not even the work because the work I'm doing is fine. Like I'm learning everything and it's great. But it's actually like, you know, that type of thing. Like generally everyone goes and has coffee with their friends mm-hmm. or whatever. I thought, but they're all so nice. They're so inclusive. Oh, it nice. made me feel so like, and then on my first day of work, like my manager and one of the other girls, we, they brought me out for lunch. Yeah. Um, and it was really, really nice. I had a day, half a day of induction where they're talking about all this stuff because I'm the marketing in marketing so I don't really need to know the ins and outs of like some of the other people's jobs okay so they're talking about like fraud and how to notice fraud and all this stuff and I was just like do I fucking need to know this (laughs) because I actually just I haven't thought about business and finance since I was probably about 13 when I decided I was not doing it ever (laughs) again so um yeah no but it was very exciting and it's so nice to have a routine again and mm-hmm. like be able to go to work come back go to the gym and to be finished at a reasonable hour in the evening because with yeah. your other job you were working late oh other job it could have been like 13 hours yeah don't even see daylight horrible so yeah this is so much better and like, train in train out amazing and was there that awkward scenario when you start the job and it comes to three o'clock and you're wondering what time can i leave at well it's kind of like it's awkward for everyone but then I realised there's a, there's a couple of other girls my age and one of them goes to me she's just like just because because I was like I was actually I, I was actually genuinely doing something and it was like quarter we finished at quarter past five and um, she was like Sarah just because it's your first week doesn't mean you have to pretend you want to stay here later because it was like and she, I was just like no I'm actually finishing something and she's like I'm only messing come on let's go and I was like <laughs> okay <laughs> but they're all so nice though it's it really does help because I've worked in offices before and they've all been very nice but they all say eat lunch at their desk or mm. they're not very like inclusive whether like they're doing stuff they just kind of go off and do their own thing while this office is so much better it's yeah. so much nicer and stuff and it's a very my, youthful office as well everyone's quite young my office is quite eat lunch at the desk yeah. so I'm just like okay you no human interaction all day I live for lunch yeah. so I can sit down and just chat and just like talk mm-hmm. and that's where you kind of have your little friendships and your bonds yeah. and stuff like that so it's good so, yeah very good. Um, myself. Yeah, I was in Kilkenny last weekend. Okay. What brought with, you there? With, with pals. Pals. It's like this, a friend from college and all her friends, there's like a big gang of them mm-hmm. and they're all like really, really nice and outgoing and a bit more like, do you know my friend group at home, a lot of us are in relationships and we're all kind of slowing down. Yeah. 
Uh, but this group might meet for a cocktail on the Saturday, but that's yeah, we would. Sent. But it's kind of like you know, two o'clock, we're kind of wound down just the way. Whereas this group, they're still kind of single and they still have a lot more joie de vivre. So yeah. I was like trying to like, I was like, can I come down to Kilkenny with you? <laughs> Pretend <laughs> that I have loads of <laughs> yeah. you know exciting energy. So uh, it was great. So it was really good, to, and it's nice going out with a new fresh group of people as well. Yes, new private jokes, new sort of I don't know, just a fresh. But do you not find sometimes I, I've been out recently to a party and like everybody knew each other except me. And mm-hmm. I was kind of like, it was fine. And people are nice. But you know, you know yourself when you're in a, sometimes when you're in like a party situation, you will probably only talk to your friends. Yeah. And that's how I, I've been in situations where like, and I'm quite social. Like I love talking to new people and talking to them. But then when they're drunk and they want to just talk to their own friends, I completely mm. understand that. And I was yeah. just like a sore thumb, like, eh. Well, I suppose I had met them all before. Okay, so you weren't brand new. And also it isn't just a night out, it's like a weekend away. So you have that time during the day you can to chat, chat to people as well. And make your little friends and stuff. <coughs> yeah. Okay, that's cool. And that's exactly. less, less intimidating than like arriving to a place, you know, no one. That's actually, like, I don't mind that. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you just, you just want a night out where you just know everybody. And you can just be yourself. Mm-hmm. But you actually have to think when you're talking to someone you don't know. You're like, and they're like, well, what do you do? And you're like, yeah. like, just effort. Do you know anybody who like is so bad at small talk? Because um, I know people and they say that like they need to, as they ask a question and then they think of the next question in their head while the other person's answering. I'm like that. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> like not to the extent where it's like, I'm like getting ready to like jump on the person. But I'm asking if they, while they're talking, I'm like, okay, where can this conversation go? Oh, I, I think that's different because then you're listening to what they're saying. I'm no? listening to what they're saying, but I'm also like, fuck, hey, oh my God, I, am I either going to have to ask another question or go to the bathroom or like, oh, hey, and like walk off. Okay. That's yeah. like the truth. No, sometimes that happens if they're really bad. Oh, like, it's pain, yeah. especially at family occasions. Mm. Stuck with that, un- that uncle or something. I always you're like, feel oh, kill me. With adults, even though you know, I am an adult, but with <laughs> people older than me, it's kind of almost an imbalance, as in they can go, well, how's you? How's your relationship? Yes. And I can't go, well, how's your marriage? Exactly. Even though we are now adults. Yeah. This seems to be okay. I'm very excited, though, for my next... Uh, my grandparents are 60 years married. Oh, wow. Um, two weekends and two weekends. Okay. So it's a big shindig. Um, but I'm very excited to go. And people are going to be like... Because before, it was just like at Christmas. They're like, so what are you doing, Sarah? And I'm like, I work as a waitress. I'm trying to find a job. It's really hard. And blah, blah, blah. Depressing. And now I'm going to be like, well, I have a job. And I commute every day. And I have I a five-month plan on Corporate ladder. Yeah. <laughs> watch it five month yeah that's it's in action now is it yeah so i'm gonna sp- i'm gonna get paid save half spend half kind of malarkey probably mm-hmm. more actually it's probably save more okay because i'm still living at home and stuff and mum and dad are being quite like grand being like yeah stay here until and save up your money and then be gone and yeah. i'm like cool bye so that i have a five month plan in order very good yeah that's one of my good. friends her lease is up at the end of summer okay. so she was like me and my boyfriend are gonna be looking for somewhere. She's like, three, get at some place divided by three. Bob's your uncle, Mary's. Would you live with a couple? Yeah, they're really sound. They're quite okay. sound, and like, they're into the same type of stuff. They they love going for like a pints and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. sure, like Phil can always pop around. Then I don't feel like, yeah. you know, she's there. Like, oh my god, if he lives there, you know what okay. I mean? Okay, it's fine. Perfect. Very exciting. Started. Life life planned. So let's chat about. Mr. West himself. Yes. He, he, how long ago? Three weeks, four weeks? Mm-hmm. He came back on Twitter and. Apparently, Kim Kardashian didn't even realize that he was back on Twitter. Oh, right. She Jeez. was, she had an interview with Ellen on the Ellen show and she said that there, she was obviously, Ellen was asking, oh, so tell me about, like, um, tell me about Kanye's speech. She's like, to be honest, 
I got screenshot someone screenshot of them and sent them to me and I didn't even realize he was back on Twitter but she's 110% supports him and everything yeah. he says which is like okay fair enough he's your husband but also he says a lot mm. of shit well I think she was saying important stuff for a while because he he came back on Twitter mm-hmm. he kind of stepped away from Twitter because he was having kind of mental anguish issues yeah. and he he seems to have a very much come pops into my mind i'm going to say it but say it on twitter like you know, he doesn't seem to yeah, filter his thoughts no filter. also he got a lot of um kind of anger towards him about the whole donald trump situation yeah and then he he screenshotted the john lennon did you see this the i didn't see the john lennon one so john lennon oh he was like what if i keep talking about it? no so john lennon texts him and goes sup bro or something very yeah. like they're friends yeah it's like sup bro and um, i don't think you should be mixing with our president or donald trump i think he like oh, so, he yeah. has such an impact on the world or such a negative impact on the world and your fans are so loyal to you that they if you if you like Donald Trump then they all like Donald Trump and he's such a bad person blah 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 um, and then Kanye says something along the lines of you know whatever don't care thanks for your support but yeah. I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing love you bro or something love you John mm. and then at that point he screenshots and puts it up on Twitter John sees this and then texts Kanye and goes well, if you're posting things on Twitter, could, can you plug my new mal- album or something? And he goes, of course I can. And then he just, I think he screen- screenshots it again and puts it up. So like, they're having crack. They're still yeah. friends. Chrissy, Teigen and uh, Kim are like, they're tweeting each other being like, still on for dinner tonight? No phones mm-hmm. though. Like still having a laugh and stuff. Yeah. So it's not as serious. I'd say it's one of those but things. But then, like, yeah, until it got to the slavery comment, then it seemed mm. to get to go too far. And I kind of don't really want to talk about that too much because no. it's a very big issue yeah. and I feel as a white Irish boy I don't <laughs> no. really have any yeah. authority to talk about it in too much detail you know so much about it since <laughs> yeah. your life but um, yeah it certainly rub- like rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way a lot of people were very angry. disappointed and angry yeah. about it um, did you see Childish Gambino aka Donald Glover was on SNL I didn't yesterday? actually watch it no uh, I didn't watch it but I saw clips but they did do you know that new movie A Quiet Place mm-hmm. they did a parody on that called A Kanye Place oh god and Childish Gambino is there with a few out of the SNL cast and they're walking around and if you haven't seen A Quiet Place or if you don't know about it the premise is you have to be really quiet yeah. or else the monster's going to get you yeah. so they're walking around and they're whispering and Donald Glover is on his phone and he's like oh my god Kanye's back on Twitter <laughs> and someone is like what and makes noise and then the monster seals stuff and he just they talk through all the controversial stuff Kanye has done and each time somebody gets grabbed oh, no. by the monster because they're so like <gasps> Also, along with the controversy, he, he's announced his new album is out on the 1st of June. Yeah, he's working with... Um, so there's one on the 1st of June. Yeah, and then Future? there's no. Kid Cudi. Yeah, Kid Cudi. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for that. Kid yeah. Cudi is so good. So that one comes out the 8th of June. So yeah. It's like back-to-back releases. Amazing. And then end of June is the new Drake album. So it's going to be jam-packed June. I'm so excited. J-P-J. Yeah. <laughs> jam-packed June. Jam-packed June. <laughs> um, Sounds like a dish. Um, so yeah and then but he also released that new song we, we played at the start Lift mm-hmm. Yourself which I was like oh have a listen to this and it's mostly instrumental and then he's like is that boop, him? Boop, I, I think it's him I thought it was like well it might not, not be sample, him but, but there's like, no feature in it no shoopity doop poop and he does say poo poopity scoop poopity scoop and then he kind of goes <laughs> a doopity doop and he's like he's like oh, I'm just like okay like it's good but relax but it's kind of like Jonah's meme is that people say it's like Kanye West could release an album of 50 minutes of silence and everyone White would noise. be like, oh my yeah, God. so creative. He's I kind of feel he's he's tr- 
trolling that and, and he's like oh people gotta love this they will though this is yeah. the thing it's being like, well, everyone's instagram story like oh shoopity shoopity scoop. and the other song then is yay versus the people and the people is wrapped by ti and it's basically a song which is a twitter thread argument between kanye and ti saying why should i listen to everyone else i'm gonna be myself do you know who else is has, having a twitter argument at the moment who paul hollywood and his and his ex-wife did you see this mom was telling me so she's he's with this new young beautiful woman okay and um the i think his ex-wife tweeted i was saying um spanish rich spanish tart or something the recipe right okay she, she just sends up about else. the about the new gal yes sends that then he sends her back something along the lines of um overproved sourdough or something and then she sends back like all of them with nothing else is said literally just recipes recipes that mean like this had these undertones and it's so good i'd like to leave their friends and they're just having a laugh yeah. <laughs> but probably not but probably not probably not i went to tengu their r&b night the night it was so good i haven't been to tengu yet it is so good we it's over yamamori is it it's behind yamamori how do i get in you have to go around the back of georgia street no it's the one on um bachelor's walk oh okay you go around liffy street and around near the grand, oh, grand okay. social oh right. so good Very they deep. played rihanna ponder replay True. i was outside and i was like i was like to phil i was like i think they're gonna remix into ponder replay and he's like they're not and i was like i'm in i'm going in if that is and then he goes mr need you some and i was like, <laughs> <laughs> like runs in i was like that's amazing they played such tunes I'd say so. Did you see Rihanna's releasing a reggae album? Oh, I'd love that. I love Rihanna so much. And she's new music on the 11th of May. Wow. Soon. So, that's soon. Yeah, that's soon. So, new Rihanna single, new Artie Monkeys album. New everything. Exciting. <laughs> the summer of music has begun. It's happening. Okay, so speaking about uh, summer of music, we're going to be chatting about our 10 tracks the next, of the last two weeks. Of the last two weeks? I have. We've covered the ground then of, of the all the would be potentials for summer hits. oh and um, one kiss mom loves it yeah she's like what? she thought it was david getta i was like mother get out get out of here do you not know your getta's from your harrison's she clearly doesn't she says <laughs> they're all the same <laughs> <laughs> okay so why don't you kick us off what's the first song on your list so my first song it is a banging tune very summer vibes okay very good driving song yeah you're on the way somewhere you're getting pumped it's uh, by hayden james mm-hmm. now he had this song what some there's something about you that song there's something about you Do you know that song? Know. no it's a great song good vibes <laughs> this is called just friends yeah but it does have a kind of like um the way that his he makes his produces the songs it's like there's also there's always like a lyrical end of it and then it kind of goes into this really cool you know bass drop beat kind, and of kind of like a drop but it's not like dance it's more okay. just like real kind of like ooh, chill kind of yeah. vibe so yeah definitely check this out it's really good for summer throw it on if you're having a barbecue pool party yeah i'm gonna have else. to get my barbecue playlist on yeah we're having a barbecue later i think oh, i might yeah. do that mm, <laughs> okay so this is hayden james with just friends Okay, there we go. Um, my first song is from Janelle Monae 
one of my faves. She had a new album out last week uh, called Dirty Computer, which kind of represents... Sexy. She spoke it up before about how she's kind of like an android. Her persona is kind of android-like, so it's kind of a continuation of Dirty Computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was saying that Dirty Computer is a computer that has bugs. And she was comparing, you know, your bugs might not be good or bad they could be good as well so you know if you're gay that's a bug if mm-hmm. you're overweight whatever and how our bugs make us to be who we are so okay, it's like okay. embrace like your flaw. quote unquote flaws because that's what makes you good okay that's the kind of vibe she's going and so she came out recently as pansexual okay so the album is basically her expressing her sexuality is as that femininity. when you're is that when you're attracted to personalities not gender <laughs> i think so yeah okay I, I think it's it's hard to say there's all these names it's hard to put a label on each of the names because yeah. it's it, different to every single person yeah it's like their own um, kind of thing but it is kind of more open than bisexual is kind of the idea okay whereas I suppose last week we were talking about Kalani and yeah, Kalani came out bi. as queer oh queer what's queer so, so yeah. it's, this this just confused me and I never want to like insult somebody by I calling know. them gay and they're like oh, I'm queer I'm like I didn't know I'm sorry. yeah so LGBT yeah and then there's Q. QIA plus we'll have a, we'll have a quick breakdown so <laughs> lesbian Educate, uh, yeah gay yeah trans yeah bi everyone's happy with this understand all that okay then Q came along and Q was kind of like a catch all for anybody who didn't feel they fit in okay so they didn't know the if above. they were actually like if they were gay they yeah. just wanted to just they just didn't know what they were yet I, yeah I don't want to identify as gay so I'm going to be queer so okay. like that's fine yeah then you have I which is intersex that's the one I know the least about okay it's a form of trans identify it's more got to do with gender rather than sexuality. sexuality okay and then A is as- asexual is that when you're not attracted not, not attracted sexually to attracted to anything? either yeah Okay. So. <laughs> and then there's a plus for any, anything, anything else, else for you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Christ. So, um, <laughs> so, much. so yeah, Kalani came out and said she was queer and mm-hmm. she was kind of like, oh, I love like trans women, but I also love like gay men, that sort of stuff. So she's like, basically, I love everything. Sure. But she's calling it queer, not pan. So whichever. Love is love. Exactly. So anyway, yeah, so Janelle Monet, <laughs> Janelle Monet uh, the album is kind of just about her and her sexuality and being a woman and then how that is in America and how it's kind of difficult at these times. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the video for Pink. No. Uh, she's kind of dancing in the desert, but she's wearing these trousers mm-hmm. and they kind of, they kind of curve out around her leg um, and they basically look like a big vagina. And you can buy them now online. So I might Lovely. get myself a pair. I might get myself a pair for too. For the summer, yeah. Summer it out. Longitude, here exactly. I come. Is she wearing a vagina? Yes, yeah. she is. <laughs> so, sorry, the song is called I Like That. It's my favourite from the new album Dirty Computer and it's by Janelle Monet. Um, fab. Okay, so my second song. I found this. There's this. Everyone, check it out. Check it out. There is this model, male model from New York called Broderick Hunter. I think it's that's yeah. such an American name. He's so hot. He's beautiful. Describe him. White, black, Latino. He is, he is a black man. Okay. But he's just, he's just very beautiful. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, so he does this thing every, he does today's gem, which is like um, just him typing, saying like, just these like kind of inspirational quotes, how to be like an amazing person, which I take on board. And then he also ha- screenshots like, just songs that he's enjoying and he I don't know he just always seems to have he loves SZA and stuff like that and he mm-hmm. loves really ch- chill mellow kind of stuff so I was kind of like and lo- lo-fi and kind of all that hip-hop so I was just like yeah. I kind of take what he whatever he puts up I look up and I, a couple of my so- song choices from last week were from him as well okay um so anyway so this week there's one called I'm Sorry by Swell and it's lo-fi hip-hoppy r&b like vocals but then it has an amazing drop of bass in it like it kind of starts off like, like oh this is just like a whatever song and then it goes deep into bass yeah. and like deep into that kind of r&b vibey listen to it real loud kind of shit so okay very good definitely check this out this is i'm sorry by swell that you can share instagram and spotify or kind of work together yes I you saw can someone, now share spotify I saw songs someone, to your profile yeah because i saw someone do this and i was like how do they do that but i'd say it's when you go into your share button it probably like yeah i don't have instagram so and um, i tried it yet because i saw someone do it and i was like um Give. i fucking want to do that <laughs> please hon. Uh, so my second song comes from j cole and he had a new album out, K-O-D. Mm-hmm. Sounds for three things. Mm-hmm. Three. 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 Jeez. King Overdosed, Kids on Drugs, mm-hmm. and Kill Our Demons. It's a lot from one album. <laughs> so basically the idea is the album discusses uh, basically drugs. And not just like narcotic drugs, also the drug of love the drug of social media the drug of having too much money and wanting to get more and more mm-hmm. and kind of how people deal with it mm-hmm. um the album kind of it didn't quite as much drop but it was you know there was a very short release to it and it became one of the biggest streamed albums ever like after really? damn and more it. life it's the biggest streamed first week ever so i have not got to listen to any of it <coughs> now i feel like i you'd like it it's, it's following on from from your eyes only when he decided that. He wasn't going to have any features anymore. He's just going to go for the low. His own shit. Yeah, exactly. His own sh- uh, his own kind of slow vibe. Similar mm-hmm. to that. I would say not any bangers on it. Like with no- For Your Eyes Only. But that's fine. You don't always have to have bangers. And um, no features on this one either. The thing I love about J. Cole is I think he has a really good storytelling way yeah. of rapping. Yes. He has a really good song called Once an Addict, which talks about his mother and her alcohol addiction and how he deals with it. Yeah. Like he has a song, I know this is like weird, but he has a song called um Wet Dreams. Yes. Love Wet Dreams. Love Wet Dreams and it starts off like it's like every 16, 7 year old, yeah. you know, finding like finding, you know, what it's like to be with another person and stuff like that and like pretending that you already have but yeah. you haven't and, and the anxiety of, of having sex for the first time. Yeah, and, and all this type of stuff and all the things you need to think about like, mm-hmm. you know, so he tells that story so well so well yeah. through rap and like that's why i love it because it's like 
it's so, it's such a good song as well. Mm. So the, his storytelling through rap is is, his is strongest. I think it's his strongest yeah. suit. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. So the one I've chose for you today is called Motivate, which is mm-hmm. about him and you know the struggle to get more and more money when he's in the business mm-hmm. and whether it's kind of you know whether he's addicted to it and can, is he really in control. So. This is J. Cole and Motivate. But shall I surrender? I look at my own team like, damn, I wish they would help me more. That's no dish, just being honest, already pressed record. So can't take it back. And plus, I know my destiny's in my hand. Shit, man, I be stressing. Maybe I should be more aggressive. I really got some demons I'm embarrassed about. Watch this verse become a motion picture. But what's paramount was my fear. Was out in LA. Man, I'm sitting here with a living legend. A living legend. The same one that made resurrection. No ID, but they all just called him Dion. And meanwhile, I'm just overthinking like, should I play him Dion? Okay, so the next two songs we're just going to talk you through because we don't have time to, so t- to play them. If you want to check them out, check out our Spotify page. Do mm-hmm. a user search for Selected Podcasts or find, find us on Twitter, thing. Instagram. You'll find the link there. So my next two are quite slow songs. Okay. Um, this one's called Not Me by Melv and Two Feet. This is like a young guy. Apparently he got inspiration. He was at a Daft Punk concert when he was 12 and okay. gained ins- inspiration from this but he's from milwaukee and he has worked with mo mao moo sound <laughs> mo with a dash with yeah. a line through it but this a song is very i don't know we have talked about a wonder before oh yeah very a wonder very wispy and like mm-hmm. slow and bedtime songs that makes sense like okay. you put it on can't light candle bedtime on your own song yeah okay sunday evening Okay. Word, like hot musical hot water bottle. Oh, perfect. Not sexy. Yeah. Just, you know, relaxing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, check that one out. And then my next one, because last week we talked about Tom Mish. Yes. So I delved into his um, geography, his new album. Yeah. And he has this song called Movie, mm-hmm. which he starts off with a snip. I couldn't find the actual. Yeah. Movie. Sn- yeah. The snippet of, he starts off with this girl explaining this guy is getting on a train and walking out of her life oh, yeah. and she's kind of talking and then it kind of goes into this song and it is just all she wants to do is hug him and tell him yeah and she's saying i love you i you love idiot. you yeah and then like he's walking away and his his hair like his hair's curly like his curls are bouncing at the back of his neck and stuff it's a lovely way to start it's very romantic but also kind of heartbreaking so yeah so this song it's just so it's a slow just nice that would be a cuddle song okay it's a cuddle song cuddle it's song. not like any other song it's a cuddle song at night <laughs> you're just chilling you know it's did little... you enjoy the, the album yeah i thought that like to be honest most of them i enjoyed there was the odd one where it was just a bit too much okay um and he tried to like it's like he tried to throw himself into songs that just didn't suit his kind yeah. of vibe and his sound but i'd say majority of them i really liked mm. movie would be my would be my favorite yeah it's really fresh taste of dance and jazz. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. It's a great, it's a great mix, and like it kind of takes. There is some lo-fi songs that kind of do that as well, but his is just has this. It's like a more. It's a, instead of it being like a remix, it's like an actual, you know, a song with intent, and it's mm-hmm. amazing. So yeah, that's um, Tom Mitch and Movie. Right, the two songs I have you that I shan't be playing. <laughs> First one is from. Somebody now, I had to text you when I started listening to them because we've given out about them before on the podcast mm-hmm. and I said, Joe, I need to just do my homework and I listened to the new Cardi B album. Yeah, I th- yeah, have yet to. I, yeah, I was converted. I still don't like Bodak Yellow. I still don't really like Barty A. Cardi. Which is the one and she was just like, 
That's Bodak Yellow. Yeah. People yeah. keep chanting that People song. People love that. Like when I was out through the night, everyone's like, if I want to. And I'm yeah. like, I don't fucking I don't know want the to. Words. What's happening? Um, so yeah, I'm not a big fan of that one. But there are some bangers on the album. Okay. Um, and these ones that feature people? Is, is there a lot of featuring? There's a good few featuring. So the so one I chose today, I think, is going to be her summer smash. It's called I Like It. It mm-hmm. features an old song uh, called I Like It Like That. It's like a 1960s. I like it like that. That one, exactly. <laughs> which uh, which apparently is a genre of boogaloo. The f- boogaloo. Boogaloo. So it's like boogie. But you gotta go. Loo. But you've got to go to the loo. <laughs> it's like you're dancing. Like, does she need to go to the loo or is she having a good time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So yeah, it features that and it has Bad Bunny, who's uh, like a reggaeton rapper, and it has J Balvin, who raps in this sort of Puerto Rican dialect. Mm-hmm. I personally, I'd love to see it do well. I kind of feel it might need an extra English verse to be adapted by everyone because you know why some people are like, there's just too much Spanish in this yeah, song for me. Yeah, I'm kind of like that sometimes. Um, but. Otherwise, it's like, I imagine having it in my car and driving around like little Puerto Rico in New York and oh. having it on my car there. Uh, it's really, really good. Okay. So, uh, otherwise, the album, Invasion of Privacy, quite enjoyed it. There's a song, Through Your Phone, where mm-hmm. she looks through her, her, her man's phone. Oh, shit. And didn't, didn't like what she found. You're never going to like what you yeah. found. That's like a rule. <clears throat> never yeah. look through a Don't phone. Look. You're never going to find something that you're 100% happy with. And you'll feel shit. Yeah. Exactly. So and then you feel guilty. You're you like, didn't find anything. Yeah. So you're just going to lose-lose. It's yeah, a lose-lose. Exactly. So listen to Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> and then Be Careful is the... We, we spoke about before. I quite yeah, like that one. Yeah. So they're my three favourites okay. from, from the album. So yeah, I'd recommend listening. Okay. Just pick what you want. <laughs> my other choice then is from a, a guy you turned me on to called Russ. Oh, yeah. He's a new song with Jesse Reyes called uh, Basement. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know Russ, he's kind of like an R&B... Yeah, he's not really even a rapper at all. He's no. singing. He's like an R&B singer. And, um, but kind of the music could be kind of rappy, kind of like snare drums and that sort of stuff. And this is kind of a duet. And he's basically saying, I want you to love me like I'm still making music in my basement. I'm not as famous. Okay. So it's quite nice. So yeah, that's Russ, Jesse Perfect. Reyes and Basement. Amazing. So um, my final song. Final. Dance tune. So we all know Disciples from On My Mind, their huge hit that yeah. they had. On My Mind. On My Mind. So. That, was, that was our dance song of the year last year. Yeah. Mm. So this, this is like such a good tune. They have a real nice way of making it without being like just, you know, repetitive. And yeah. Anyway, so they have a song called 48 Hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there's a sample in it and it's like this guy talking halfway through but okay. anyway um, I found this song from I think it was the song radio on Spotify because I think I must have I must have started the radio on Camel Fat Cola okay and then this came up so yeah it's really good I think it's a real summery mm-hmm. dance song so good and it has oh, a yeah. good kind of like the, lo- the lyrics are quite like they're not shouty they're very like kind of wispy yeah amazing yeah. yeah they they always kind of sound like they're disembodied voices don't yes. they you, like it's kind of hard to get a picture of who's saying the words they're when definitely they, when they they're it. definitely um you know manipulated in some way but i think it kind of makes it better yeah it's good. Exactly. so this is 48 hours hours spelled h or s okay that's important it's very important because you're not gonna find it otherwise so 48 hours by disciples <laughs>
Right, my final song is a new BBC introducing artist called Folly Ray. Ooh. She's from London. London, and darling. She's kind of a pop singer, raspy vocals, and this is an up-tempo song called Sniper. Um, think paper planes, less sort of rap ghetto-ish, kind yeah. of just more London. Okay. Um, chantable, up-tempo, and it has like the cock of the gun in it as well, kind of like okay. uh, paper planes. Fab. Um, not much more to say. I just really, really liked it as soon as I heard it stood out. So, Summary? Yeah, definitely. Okay, fab. Definitely worth a listen. So, okay. right, this is it, the final of our 10 songs. We're going to finish with Sniper by Folly Ray. Don't let him treat you like a fool. Stay strong, you've been playing by his rules too long. Though you gotta give your heart a rest. Your heart a rest. Okay, there we go. That was Folly Ray and Sniper. Right, this is the the part of the show where we we take a topic and we just delve into it. Mm -hmm. And this week, Sarah has allowed me to talk about the Eurovision. (laughs) So before we do anything, (laughs) can I get my music? Okay, so welcome to Eurovision 2018. The reason I decided to do this topic which you know normally people it's like it's kind of like frowned upon eurovision really yeah what's it's frowned upon you're either a lover or a hater and you are hater well <laughs> i don't I, hate it i'll hate it i think i can convert you i enjoy it i just feel it's very long-winded well that's that's very true that's what annoys me that's very true. Fucking semi-finals which i understand i need to do but I like back in the old days when there was like seven countries in it and Ireland always won. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't like it because I'm a, such a competitive person yeah. and we never win. And I'm just like, fuck this. Why do we even bother? Okay. So yeah, no, that's very true. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just love countries competing. And yeah. I remember I was telling somebody recently, I like, I don't watch sport, but I love the World Cup because it's like countries competing. <laughs> or I'll watch like the European That's football. very like me. I watch a lot of rugby when it's like Ireland v Wales. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Or I like the Olympics because it's countries competing. Okay. So then I remember somebody when I was, what, I, I think I first watched in 2003. So I was 11. Wow. And uh, my dad was, I was like, what is the Eurovision? And my dad was like, oh, it's just like a competition where people sing for their country. And I was like, countries competing and you music? Oh me. my God. <laughs> living the life i remember i watched the first year like repeatedly and like bhr so anyway i now realize uh yeah there's there's normally like there's like 43 songs this year i'd say there's like five good ones so they're kind of cheesy they're pop songs but i enjoy it and i'm going to talk you through some of my picks for this year and maybe you'll see who wins okay so if um this year it's in portugal and okay. I should be going over next week, so that's exciting. Very exciting. I'm actually, one of the girls in work is going over as well. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going over. She's, I think she's going Monday. So uh, this is the first time Portugal ever won in like 60 years of competing, wow. 50 years. Um, and a lot of people say recently it's become really political, the Eurovision, and you only vote for your neighbour. But yeah. sure, Portugal only have Spain and they've won with like 700 points. Yeah. So. Oh, now, remind me who won last year. <coughs> Portugal. 
No, it wasn't like what was the song? Ah, was it like apologies. an upbeat song? Was it no, it was a slow. He was called Salvador Salvadore Sobral, and Great it name. was in Portuguese. But it was a really kind of slow, kind of almost like nineteen thirties musical song, oh. and it was kind of La La Land vibes. And he was kind of like a like sallow skin, black hair with a beard. Sound familiar? No, I no, think okay. I watched it last year. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, so it'll be exciting to see Portugal host it because the first time they've ever hosted it. Also, um, there's always some controversy because there's countries involved and the political issue with the countries. So for Russia this year is uh, Julia Samoylova, who last year when it was in the Ukraine was banned from um, performing. Why? Because in the Ukraine, there's a law since... So do you remember a few years ago... Uh, Crimea was part of Ukraine and then it was annexed by Russia yeah. so it became part of Russia so since then the Ukrainians have a law that you can't enter Ukraine from Crimea unless you're Ukrainian so she came into Crimea or <laughs> Ukraine via Crimea so then she's banned from the country for five years so they wouldn't let her perform that is so weird that is such a weird rule so yeah I think it's Who because threw that up? <laughs> I think it's like they don't want to accept that Crimea is part of Russia you know it's the way they're so yeah. like we see it there so yeah. unless you're Ukrainian you can't, you can't come in okay. via that weird um, so yeah, that was controversial and like the Eurovision were trying to be like ah come on like don't make things worse let her perform but yeah. they didn't so there was just no entry last year for yeah exactly to make so things sad. more aesthetically bad she's in a wheelchair as well so it kind of <gasps> looks like they were picking on a girl in a wheelchair oh, but she's no. back this year um so ready to go she's loud in the country which is good yes um so it's good to see what she does i don't particularly like the song though so yeah. we'll see now when you go over because you're such a fan mm-hmm. when you go over you obviously you don't have tickets no so you just go to where there's a party going on there'll be a fan zone yeah where with a big screen and uh, everyone will be there and like their flags and oh, amazing. To be watching it. so it's a big kind of communal thing and you're yeah. all just having the laughs cup of cans exactly and there'll be, there's an app and you can rank the songs as you watch them so then you get to pick your favourites oh, okay so, so it's all very cu- that's nice yeah. to have that it's like when there's a big match on we're like Wimbledon exactly <laughs> I went two years ago when it was in Austria and they had another app and you rate the song out of whatever 10 and then there was a number for each mm. a colour for each number and then after two minutes the, the town hall would light up in the colour which was the average of everyone that's who was really there. cool so they put a lot of work into yeah. it they make it good like yeah, yeah. they make it well communal so. for everybody even exactly. if you're not inside that's exactly. really good so it's good so I'm excited so on Tuesday, so if you're not familiar with the full format, there's two semifinals, mm-hmm. Tuesday and Wednesday, and then there's the big five. They get through automatically to the final because they put the most money into it, and then the winners Who get through Who are the big five? The UK, France, Spain, Germany, Italy. Okay. So we'll start off with semi one, some of the songs in there. So semi one is the most competitive mm-hmm. of them all, um, and that's also where Ireland's in, so it doesn't really look good for our chances. Oh, no. So the favourite is... Uh, from Israel a song called Toy by Netta and it's also really interesting to hear how each of the songs choose their entry mm-hmm. so we used to have a reality show now it's just someone in RTE just makes the decision um, but like in Israel there's basically an equivalent of the voice it's not the voice but it's you sing behind a wall and then people vote and then if you get more than 70% of the vote the wall races <laughs> weird so they do that every year and this year she won it and the song is called uh, Toy and it's like she plays on the drums and she does kind of scat so it's like and she's like banging away in the drums and it's a really kind of up-tempo pop song okay so it's, it's one of the best songs there as well so um now typically israel political issues it's questionable whether people will vote for them or not mm. but they'll definitely do well if they don't even if they don't win yeah 
Um, so that'd be my first to, uh, play from uh, Semi One. So let's have a listen to that because it could be win. Okay, so that was the Israeli entry for this year's Eurovision. Um, so they haven't won since 1998, and last time they won, they won with a drag queen called Dana International. Wow. So it'd be good to see them win again. Yeah. Okay, another country who are uh, in semi one that I quite like are the Czech Republic, mm. who have also kind of rebranded themselves as Czechia, but I don't think anyone's calling them that at the moment. Czechia. Yeah. Check yourself out. Check your life. The song is called Lie to Me by Mikolas Josef. Lie to me, baby. And, and the song is really sort of Lucas Graham sounding. The kind of pop with like a saxophone and a trumpet in it. And they kind of make the hook. So he doesn't really sing. It's kind of like... Kind of with, like the, with, the, with the brass. Um, they've only really been in it a few times. And they've only ever qualified once. They were not really a big nation for it. So th- this might be the first time they actually do semi-well. So I'm looking forward to, for them to do for that. Another song that is, is from Bulgaria. The band's called Equinox. And the song is called Bones. Equinox were in our, Bulgaria were a country that didn't do well for ages. They took a year out and they came back and then they've been slaying. They've top so they, five they for they the last two years. They took a year to get their shit together. Yeah, exactly. And they are one of the favourites again. I don't particularly like this one. It's like a slow, dark ballad. And um, it's kind of like a more poppy Eastern European The weekend. Okay. Um, and sounds like I'd like it, but I actually, I don't really think it's great. Um, but like I said, they've... A big following because they've been doing well for the last two years so yeah. they could actually make it this year as well so they're like my outside bet for them to win a song in semi two that i quite like that no one seems to be favoring is from finland and finn, it, finn they've won before haven't they they with won the before weird band yeah with the kind of orc <laughs> yeah. rock band yeah. that was cool eccentric so do you remember x factor two years ago there was a finnish girl on it called sarah alto no. <laughs> well, she's representing Finland at the Eurovision this year. Oh, okay. And the song's quite good. It's kind of like, think of 2010 Lady Gaga, a song from the fame that was rejected. That's the kind of song we're going for. So very poppy. Very poppy, very like electro pop. And tell me now, what's the rules in regard? <coughs> so England couldn't put take that in it. You can't be like, you can't be an established artist in the you, country, can you? You can. Can in, you be a global? In the country, yes. And also global, yes. Really? Uh, but I don't really understand. Like, what could the Lionel are. Richie do it if he was from yes. England? He could do it and not write the song. Oh, so he can't use all night long. No. And no. we're like, yeah, win. You could write a song for Lionel Richie and he could do it. Or Lionel Richie could write a song for you and you could do it. But oh. I don't think you can do both. Okay, so you're, and you're not allowed to pick some, a song that's already been released, it's already been out. Yes, and it has, has to be written. Okay. It has to be less than three minutes long and okay. it can't have any. Explicit uh, language. No, and I can't have any like brands in it as well. I would like to drink my Coca Cola. Yeah. Uh-uh. None of that. None Sarah, of that. get off stage. Sarah. We should write a Eurovision song. Let's we'll see. <laughs> get Ella in on it. <laughs> yeah, get your sister can, can play the violin. Yeah. We'll I can to. play the tin whistle. Exactly. You can be on vocals. <laughs> Away we go. Match made in heaven. <laughs> so, yeah, the song is called Monsters by Sarah Alto. And uh, 
I actually kind of feel sorry for her. So she was on the Finnish The Voice mm-hmm. and came second. Mm-hmm. And then she was on British X Factor and came second. Aww. And in between that, she had two she had two other attempts to be on Eurovision and she came second both times. That's so this is the first time she's actually won something oh and she's in the Eurovision. Oh my God. So it'll be such if she actually irony won? if she came second this time in the Eurovision altogether. Like, fucking second. This second alto. So uh, let's actually have a listen because this is one of my favourites. And I think, I think people... On the night, if she does a good performance, I think it will do better than people think it's going to do. Okay, so we're going to the semi-final one songs in Eurovision. We're going to stop by Ireland for a wee second and chat about Ryan O'Shocknessy. Um, he was on The Irish Voice and then he was also on Britain's Got Talent at the same time. There was like issue with his contract. He couldn't be on both, so he scrapped The Voice of Ireland to go mm-hmm. Britain's Got Talent. He came fifth on Britain's Got Talent. He was beaten by a dog. I don't mean... <laughs> sounds shady, but I don't That's, mean it to be. I hate people. Uh, I hate <laughs> people. And I'm using the word hate because it's extreme. Yeah. That is not a skill. That is ridiculous. It's a skill for the dog, but yeah, no. The queen doesn't want to see that. She doesn't want to see that. She likes her corgis and that's all she wants. Yeah, exactly. Um, off the back of Brains Got Talent, he had like an, like an EP and a, like he said two singles or whatever, but um, he wouldn't be a very established act. But he his song is actually one of the better ones we've had in the last few years. Slow, acoustic, ballad, and kind of what garnered attention was he had two gay guys kissing in the video. So that's like proper Eurovision fodder. Now, tell me... What do you think the recipe for a good to win the Eurovision? Do you think it has anything to do with the song? Yeah. You think it's a hundred percent song? Nope. What do you think? Tell me. I I think you need to have a good song. Yeah. It needs to stand out amongst forty two other songs. Very true. And you need to have a good performance that gets people talking about it too. So you think there needs to be one thing like beard, man? Can she traverse yet? Yeah. She so is she a woman? She's a man. She's a man. So she, okay. she's a drag queen. She's a drag queen. Okay, cool. Whatever it is. Anyway, so she obviously stood out. Yeah. Everyone was like, I think it's always, I don't really sit down and watch it. If it's on, I kind of like flick mm-hmm. through it. But what I do know is that when you have your, um, if you're on your social media feeds, yeah. you can see, oh my God, you're one with the beard. And then it kind of like goes on and that's talked about. And yeah. it kind of builds up hype. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose, I suppose with Conchita as well, her song was like a, a ballad and it was all about rising from the ashes mm-hmm. so I, I think that kind of works well with her I'm kind of different aesthetic mm-hmm. you know, sort of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but last year that wasn't really a gimmick it was just kind of really sort of slow song so I okay. don't know you, you just have to stand out last year it really stand, stood out so okay. that's kind of it really um, that'd be, there's no exact recipe per se probably a key change is needed somewhere as well and do you think the whole countries voting for countries kind of thing? Like, what they, Well, at what they do now is it's half jury, half Yeah, yeah. so it makes vote. it a little bit better. Yeah, a bit more fair. But to be fair, I like even when it was just pure countries, there was never, with the exception of one song, there was only one time that a bad song won due to mm. neighbours voting for each other. The rest of the time, the song that won was, okay, was good. Cool. Okay, let's jump on to semi-final two. Um, not as many good songs in this. Uh, mostly, first, the best one is... Well, no, my favorite one is from Norway. Mm-hmm. It's from a former winner in the Eurovision from Norway. Can you do that? Alexa- yeah. Oh my God. Johnny Logan. Didn't, t- didn't um, Abby, Abby, 
ABBA play? Yeah, ABBA won. But that was before they were established. Oh, okay. I think. Did they used to get more famous after that? Yeah. Oh, and they took off. Yeah, Waterloo. Wow. And Celine Dion. Stop. Yeah. Jesus. Now, she's Canadian. I don't know how she represented Switzerland, but... Oh, it's probably like my great, 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 great. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Sweden are a country that take the Eurovision extremely seriously. Yes. They have a, one of the biggest watch shows in Sweden is Melody Valen Festival, no, Melody Festival. Mm-hmm. And it's songwriters from all over Sweden compete for it. They limit it down to 26 songs and then there's live shows that eliminate them. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely crazy. So this year's winner is Benjamin Ingrosso and it's called Dance You Off. And it's like, it's like a Kygo song. Like you'd absolutely hear it on the radio. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, so that's from Sweden. And then Norway, sorry, I, I was mentioning there. Uh, Alexander Ryback, yeah, he won it for Norway in 2009 with Fairy Tale. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that one. He had like a fiddle. And yes, was, I'm very yeah. magical. So he's back and he's back with his fiddle. And there's more scat in this as well. So that seems to be a theme this year. But this that's that's this is my favourite. It's called uh, how, to, how to Write a Song. Yeah, he's back anyway this year. And that's one of my favourite. And it's just, there's a nice gimmick with the fiddle, mm-hmm. the way he plays it. Mm-hmm. And it'd be good to see him back again. Okay. And then the third best song for Semi 2. Um, actually, well, let's listen to... The Alexand- yeah, that's into the fiddle because it's my favorite. <laughs> that's how you write a song. Hey, hey, uh. Enjoy the small things, with time they will get big. You gotta find your mission, a mission to pursue. You know you got a talent, whatever it may be. So work your magic and sing along with me. Okay, so we're just going through semi-final two songs from the Eurovision. And I have one more to chat about, and it's a country that people give out about all the time in the Eurovision, and that's Australia. I was going to ask this. They're not in the European Union. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Either people, is, realistically, England isn't in the European Union anymore. Yeah, but you don't have to be in the European Union. You just have to be in the European Broadcasting Union. What, what is that? So it's like a... If you want to have a TV network in Europe, you have to register with them mm-hmm. and pay membership. And it means, I don't really know fully what it means, but I think it means then you can sort of ship shows between, like uh, sell okay, shows okay, okay, to the okay, other okay. companies. So, so it's like, not really the European. <clears throat> it's not the European it Union is. or even just Europe. It's because um, like Azerbaijan is in Europe, is it not? That's, people give out, but Australia obviously is the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I always say to them is the French Open doesn't only have French players in it. You know, I think Eurovision has to be in Europe. Okay. I don't think you can have the Eurovision in, in Australia. Australia. But I'm happy to see more people enter. Okay. They've also started an Asia Vision as well. God. That would be intense. <laughs> that would be interesting. Think of the K-pop. Love K-pop. So, and anyway, Australia are back. They've always done well since they've been here. And they have an established singer called Jessica Moboy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's singing for them this year. And it's actually my favorite song from them because I don't particularly like them. So, yeah. They they could do well as well, but I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It will definitely be like top ten, I'd say. Um so yeah, that's basically the two semifinals. And then my only other pick from the top five, because even though the top five qualify automatically, they never really do that well. Um but my favourite is from France this year. It's by a sort of two piece guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. They're called Monsieur Madame and it's called Mercy, not like thank you, the actual English word mercy. Um, and it's kind of like it's quite like a high indie dance production that okay. kind of one. so I quite like it as well Excite- so, are you excited? 
I'm so excited. Hyped? I am hyped. I'm buzzed. Do you have to bring an Irish flag or what do you do? I will be bringing an Irish flag. I also okay, have a t-shirt that says Eurovision wrapped around my shoulders. Okay. So you can see the glorious tricolor. Amazing. Down my back. That sounds great. Majestic. Um, so yeah, hopefully I've gone through some of the ones that might actually win. By I the might ta- listen to, when is it on next week? Tuesday and Thursday. So by the time this episode comes out, we'll know who gets through from episode one, from semi one. Wait now, when's the actual Eurovision? Saturday. Are you going to be there for that? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. That sounds very exciting. I'm actually, I might listen, I might watch it. I might do it, take a shot every time someone did something. Oh like. yeah. There's great Eurovision drinking games. Yeah. So uh, I might do that. Great. Check it out. Okay. Well, let's l- finish off with uh, France. Okay. Monsieur, Madame and Mercy. Amazing. So thank you guys for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, all under Selected Podcast. Exactly. Or email us, hello, mm-hmm. selected at gmail.com if you want to get involved. Let us know if you're at the Eurovision. Mm-hmm. I can you know, get a pick. Get a pick. You know where you at. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we talk to you in two weeks. Talk to you in two weeks. Je m'appelle Merci. Au milieu de la mer, entre deux pays. Merci. C'était un long chemin et maman l'a pris. Elle m'avait dans la peau huit mois et demi. Oh oui, huit mois et demi. On a quitté la maison, c'était la guerre. Sur qu'elle avait raison, il n'y avait rien à perdre. Oh non.